Where are we, Frank? We are at my coastal house on the Mornington Peninsula. We're in our bed today because it's Christmas. Normally we'd be in the sound booth, which is just to our left, which you built in the bedroom. Yeah. Anyway, we're 12 episodes in. It's the end of the year. Let's do a recap. Yeah. So the first episode was Go to Sleep Now. Yeah. And that was an interesting one because you straight away, your first guest was your ex-boyfriend. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. Because we'd actually already recorded episode 11 in which you tracked down your ex-girlfriend. So I thought, all right, it's going to be like that, is it? Oh, it's a revenge guest. Yeah. The idea was, before we start taking everybody on these kind of adventures and wellness, let's fix their sleep. Yeah. And so Mike runs a touring agency, so his, his sleep is hectic. His sleep patterns are crazy. And so he spent a lot of time and money fixing it, so he imparts all his best advice to us. Yeah, and he did help my daughter, who had um, poor sleep hygiene. Very poor sleep hygiene, your daughter. Poor sleep hygiene, that's how they speak down here on the coast. So she's getting much better sleep, which is great. Mm -hmm. The next episode was... Make me a life coach. I know you harbour a a a secret desire to be a guru, and I thought, all right, well, let's use one of these businesses that coach coaches to be coaches and get you it out as a life coach, a spiritual life guru. Mm. Did you say it's a pyramid system? I didn't. Okay. But it is. We wanted to nail our colours to the master bit as well. We're going to try lots of things, but we're not necessarily going to just go along with them. In the next episode up was Run Before You Can Walk. Yeah, if you're going to start testing your body in all sorts of ways and putting it through all sorts of uh, pursuits, then why not get the lay of the land first? So this is all about the different kind of metrics, biometrics, fitness metrics that you can get. We got our VO2 max. We got tons of stuff. And how'd you go on your VO2 max? I, I actually came in as superior. Superior. Slightly above you, which was something like incredible. <laughs> but we did say we were going to repeat this test in six months' time. And what have we been doing in the last we've month been and a half? Eating. And drinking Glühwein and Glück in Stockholm and Berlin. And yeah, so we're we got a lot of work to do. Sorry for ourselves. We've got a lot of work to do. Yeah. Next up was MDMA couples therapy and other intimacy ideas. And so we interviewed Charlie Winninger, who is a pretty legendary New York-based psychotherapist who helps couples integrate their MDMA experiences after the fact because it's illegal. Um, but he himself is very open about having rolled, as he calls it, with his wife about 80 times now. And we've had a series of about 80 honeymoons together. Yeah. And they're in their early 70s. And so he's a huge advocate for the healing benefits of MDMA. Yeah. And we're going to be doing a tune-up on our relationship soon, aren't we? Yeah. Well, this, this episode is also the story of how we met, which might involve said substance. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the next episode was Our Obsessions Bad. Yeah, well, it's your it's, episode. Yeah, and it's it's not fully aimed at neurodivergent people, but I think it would be of particular interest to people who have, in inverted commas, special interests. But sometimes obsessions can really hijack our attention and become destructive. So how do we best make the most of them and make them a productive thing? So I got an ADHD coach, Megan Burks, to help with that. There are parts of our brain that are stimulated when we learn something new. And what's your latest obsession? Um, Mine's kettlebell. Um, I I love swinging, I do. You love swinging, and you're going to try and compete in kettlebells? In a couple of years. What about you? Um, 
I'm thinking more something along the lines of jiu-jitsu I think I could become quite obsessed with. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sam Harris has talked about a book he's read called Meditations of Violence, which I just think is the greatest title for a book ever. Yeah. So I'm going to read that and maybe I'll get into it. Then we have... What do we have next? We have Taking the Plunge. Oh, my God. So, all about your obsession with ice baths. Yeah, and we uh, in that episode you went to Iceland and swam in two degrees water. Well, yeah, we, we both went into a, a glacial lagoon. And I've built an ice plunge uh, ice chest at your house. Yep. Yeah, alongside a sauna. Yep. So now there's no getting out of it. No. Then we had, I can't see the list from here, sweetie. So. Get shredded. Get shredded. Okay, that was mine. That was your episode? Yeah. That was... Um, Ostensibly about my journey to journey to the stage as a bodybuilder, but it also looks at extreme weight loss in general. You know what happens at the pointy end of bodybuilding prep when you're on a big calorie deficit diet and working out very hard. What does it take to get jacked? What does it take to get a six pack? And what impact does it have on your health and your relationships? And your relationships. Still standing. Mm hmm. <laughs> Uh, the next one was facilitated breath repatterning, and that was my episode mm -hmm. with my good friend Alex Buxton. Yeah, and you, that's you were very changed. I was a changed man. It's a kind of a more more advanced holotropic breathing is how I describe it. In what way did I change, Jenny? Um, well, you're you're quite obnoxious. Um, <laughs> that's not true. You appeared to be on some kind of higher plane to the rest of us, mm -hmm. um, and you smelled funny. You came back from his sessions smelling funny. Well, we had to cuddle. That was part of it. I think there was something burning. Oh, yeah, it was frankincense. Yeah. Oh, that's was right. it? <laughs> yeah, was it sage? No, it was frankincense. Oh. The next episode was your episode and game plans for introverts. Because mm, it was Christmas party season and, you know, nothing wrong with being an introvert whatsoever, but sometimes it was handy to just have a few kind of moves up your sleeve for these kind of social excruciating scenarios that you can't really get out of. Yeah. So I came up with 10 game plans and we got on board a modern day host with the most, uh, a guy called Matt O'Brien. Uh, he is like the warm up guy at festivals and things like that to give us his advice. There's true strength in being your exact one version of yourself everywhere. But you also have to admit that if you do that, then there's going to be a lot of people that, you know, either love it or hate it. Okay. Uh, the next episode, well, it was Jenny's episode and then it became my episode. Mm. First rule of Cuddle Club. So tell us about that, Jenny. This yeah. was your episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was quite fascinated by the fact that, you know, in Japan, which is a notoriously sort of buttoned up society, they have cuddle clubs. It started to infiltrate Australia a bit in that you can hire cuddle therapists tends to be in hotel room but claims to be all above board cuddle for cash cuddle for cash cash for cuddle <laughs> um, and then we were trying to find one but it was a bit difficult because it seems to be sort of people who who kind of are a bit transient and disappear but I did find cuddle gathering in Melbourne which is a regular event yeah and you were quite excited about going there and then what happened a day out I decided not to and I did it. And it is an episode that's triggered everyone because that's probably the most talked about episode people have come mm. up to me and say, I love that episode. I can't, there's no fucking way I could do that. It's two hours of different cuddling activities, but you came out with a thousand yard stare looking really, well, just staring to the distance. And I thought, what is happening there? But as you started to kind of process it, you found it to be a really positive experience. 
Yeah, and I could see how positive it was for everyone else there and how important it was for them and how much we it's all a bit just othering, need. Frank. What's that? It's a bit othering. But just how much we need. We, yes, better. We <laughs> need touch and intimacy. Yeah, it was a, it was a really interesting space. Mm. The next episode was another one of mine called First Crushes. And this is... It wasn't called that. Okay. It's called Do First Crushes Set Our Patterns. And that was an episode of mine where... Why are you doing that? It was so self-indulgent. So self-indulgent. This episode was about me tracking down my first love. Yeah. My first crush. Lisa Rankin. People have actually really responded well to this episode. They really liked it. Because, I mean, everyone could relate. It triggered a lot of memories of people's own first crushes. Because the idea is, you know, like, we do get stuck in relationship patterns. Can we see them right from the start? How easy is it to change them? Should we change them? Etc. Mm-hmm. And what was my pattern? Your pattern is to befriend someone and wear them down. Well, that didn't happen with you, did it? No, I just didn't want you to embarrass yourself. <laughs> and then our last episode was Dance Like No One's Watching. Ecstatic Dance Like Nobody's Watching. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because we are quite different in our personalities and how much we put ourselves out there. You're like singing, dancing, theatre kid boy. Yeah. And I was super awkward stand with arms folded on dance floor girl. But, but yeah, lately... But having said around. that, yeah, we went to Bali Bloom, a mm-hmm. big festival in Bali, and we went to a party by this pool with 300 people and you smashed that party to pieces. Yeah. We were feeling a bit uncomfortable in this environment. We were feeling it was all a bit sort of um, performative spirituality. And so when we found this dance floor, it was kind of a relief. And then there was these... 90s tracks and mixes that started making their way in, you know, a bit of fat boy slam and stuff. And it's like, okay, get out of the way, bitches. This is our territory now. Yeah. So it was quite a competitive dance off, which isn't yeah. perhaps so we... what ecstatic dance is about. No, but we did win. But we did win. And then we thought, that was so awesome. Let's get the DJ behind that on the show. So we, we talked to Jazzy O. Yeah. And we've been doing some five rhythms and ecstatic dance. Yeah. We're going to again very soon. Right. So. That is the first 12 episodes, and we're going to be back in the new year with a whole bunch of other stuff. But in the meantime, we would absolutely love it if you could do us a massive favour and just tell one other person about Spirit Levels if you've been enjoying it. Yeah, and maybe send some suggestions in to us as well, like what do you want to hear about? Yep, we're on Instagram, Spirit Levels Podcast. Our website is podpage.com, spirit-levels. You can message us there. So yeah, we'd love to hear from you. 